You really need to talk to the folks here at Next Level. I've got to tell you, just speaking to the people here, they are fired up, they get it, they've got the right balance, and they're all increasing their income, they're increasing their production. But you're dealing with uh, people that are in the trenches, dealing with this, are practitioners, had failures, had successes, learned from it, and it's about helping you, not just like get through the next month, but it's about creating legacy business for yourself. And I can tell you that um, you are mission focused, I know you're purpose focused, and, and I can tell you that every loan officer that I've communicated with um, that's been part of your platform has been a raving fan. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, a proud founding member of the Real Disrupt Podcast Collaborative. You can check out more awesome podcasts at realdisrupt.com. And now, Kenneth Travis and Sean Zalmanoff. Hello, everybody. Kenneth Travis here with the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast with my main man and partner in crime, Sean Zalmanoff. And uh, today we have a special guest, Alan Christian with the Alan Christian Mortgage Team. And we were at are in Roswell, Georgia. That's right, Roswell, Georgia. You may be wondering, well, what on God's green earth are we doing out here? Well, let me tell you, we actually, uh, we came in last night. We were in Nashville for a couple of days with our top producer huddle group uh, where we get together um, usually every quarter every or every 90 days. And uh, we break bread and we get into the classroom and we really share uh, everything that we have going on in our mortgage business, the things that we have had success with, and also our challenges, things that we're not so good at, um, our weaknesses. And uh, man, we had a lot of laughs. Uh, guys, we had a lot of cries, right? We had a lot of uh, uh, moments of, um, of thought that have really carried over. And then, uh, then we shot over here, we're in the recruit, recruit uh, I can't even speak today, the recording studio. And uh, we're doing some next level digital live recording. Uh, this is gonna be rolling out soon, so we're happy to share that. But uh, yeah, so we had an amazing, amazing time. Um, Alan, how are you, my man? Man, glad to be here. What, what an honor and a surprise to find out you guys were coming down to my area, my town, and only miles away for the filming. So what a, what a special treat for me to be a part of this. Alan, we really appreciate your uh, town having one of the few recording studios in the country. <laughs> I didn't even know technology it. Technology that we needed to record. So thank you for, <laughs> uh, for making sure they had it here for us. Yep. So, man, KT, like, dude, it, it has been a busy week. Not only did we have to do our normal mortgage job Monday, Tuesday, then we had to travel to Nashville, set up for an event, leave right after the event yesterday, travel even further east here to the great state of Georgia to record our live event because live events are harder to do these days, man. It, it was our mastermind was so amazing, though. I mean, 50 plus people showing up from all across the country in these crazy times. Uh, I mean, I could have just sat around and broken bread the whole time and it would have been great. But uh, the knowledge, the sharing and what we learned, man, that was a good two days. Yeah. What do you think, Alan? How did you feel after uh, leaving yesterday afternoon? Uh, first off, after not being able to see anybody for about seven months, it was so great to just reconnect with a community and see all of my friends. It's just been way too long. So love that portion. And every single time I go, I take away so much new information. I literally have to limit myself and say, okay, I got about nine things, but I got to say, I'm going to really go and implement three. And once I get those done, we'll hit the next of them. But it was a, it was a fabulous event. Just great. Everything about it was just so great to be able to get a chance to go to. Yeah. You know, I think uh, one of the biggest takeaways I had, even for me, 
you know, being a 17 year veteran in this business is just really knowing your why behind what we do. You know, we, as loan officers, we spend so much time learning and trying to do more business and working really hard to provide these really cool lifestyles for our family and have that work-life balance. And that's what everyone's going after. But sometimes, right. man, we work so hard to be happy that we work so hard that we become miserable, right? So it's good to really look down the road, tap the brakes, and kind of rekindle that why. You know, why do we get up and do what we do every day, you know, and, uh, and, and, and understanding and having more clarity around that why, you know, and kind of brings up some of the things we're going to talk about today, you know, like, you know, the challenges that we have inside of our business, right? I think a lot of loan officers in the marketplace today are most challenged with drinking out of a fire hydrant. It's an analogy I like to use or being in a market where a bowling ball is going through a garden hose, right? And there's a lot of capacity issues, um, just a lot of things that we can clean up and or course correct inside of our business. So, you know, what are you seeing that as loan officers that we, um, you know, have to course correct on, right? Like, what are some of the things that we need to stay focused on to keep us um, not one from not going insane, right? Um, and, you know, I know this is really goes around team building and making sure you have people in place and, you know, really understanding what you want, you know, over the next 90 days. Uh, what feedback could you give somebody and you too, Sean, because I mean, Sean, you and I had an incredible conversation and uh, we actually was teaching this in our mastermind, you know, at, at class. And so, you know, what can some of our listeners take away from our conversations today and this weekend? Uh, th I think the uh, probably the biggest thing is, is it's truly having a process and system in place knowing who's supposed to do what. So you're not stepping on each other's toes and trying to come in each day with knowing, you know, what are your top two or three priorities you've got to do? You've got to look at your relationships. It's got to look, you know, not just for today. You got to think six months and 18 months down the road. Sometimes you may have to turn some business away. I mean, some of it, you're like, yeah, I could help 10 other families before this one. Uh, but the biggest one is, is just coming in and having a, a clear picture of what the day is, knowing what needs to be focused on, who needs to do what, and uh, staying on that path. And also, you got to keep your family in line as well, because right now we could all truly be working till 11 o'clock at night. And there also has to be a balance to say, we also got to cut off at a certain time and say, maybe. I can't get to everybody and part of that scaling with your team, but just being as efficient as you can on every single process that we do. Yeah. Speaking of scaling, Sean, you're like one of the best guys I know uh, that have been able to scale their business. So um, I don't know any feedback. Yeah. Well, so a couple things on, on what Alan said, you know, we, we could all be working till 11 o'clock every night if we wanted to right now, but you know, you and I were having a conversation with Doug at the event and, you know, for, for such a long time, so many of us have had this goal of how much money we need to make. And, you know, there is a huge elasticity, like to, to anything, man, you know, you eat three Pringles and they're pretty darn good. You eat 30 Pringles and like, you know, man, those last 15 or so just don't kind of give you the pleasure that, that the first few gave you. And, and it's easy to get sidetracked. Now, make hay when you can. So I'm not saying that, that you should be taking extra time off right now. But there is a point to where you're making money and you double that and it really impacts your life. But doubling it again and again and again, at some point, like it just doesn't really do anything or move the needle. 
and at the cost of what? Like, are you missing seeing your kids grow up? You know, we did, we did an exercise where we mapped out our life in weeks. And it was crazy because, you know, um, we won't announce it to, to the world yet, but somebody we know close is about to have uh, their first child. And, uh, and his wife was in there and uh, she mapped out the, the baby is not born yet again. They're about to have their first child. And, and we mapped out our life in weeks and it was, it was 90, 90 years worth of weeks. And she showed the 18 years that the child was going to be with them in their house. And studies show you that 83% of your kid's life is going to, that you, the amount of time that you're going to spend with them is going to be spent by the time they're 18 years old. And it was crazy to see, you know, my boys are four and six. It was crazy to see someone whose child wasn't even born yet, how short that time was. And, and I mean, I, I tell it to people over and over again, like, you know, time is the thing you cannot argue with me. I am right to my grave on this. Time is the number one commodity we can get in our life. I can always make more money. I can never make more time. And so I, I think that this, uh, we, we talked a lot about what's going to be different in 10 years, what's going to stay the same in 10 years and, and how we have that success in our business. But man, it was really amazing just to hear people and see people have these aha moments of, wow, there's some things that I really need to do different to, to capture that time. I mean, Alan, I, I get the pleasure of talking with you uh, almost every week and, and I get to coach you privately. Uh, let's say I get to coach you, but I get at least twice as much out of it than, than you probably get. Uh, uh, I don't know. And it's just like, you know, you're, when I look at your business and you were just talking about, man, saying no to some deals. Well, you're not only saying no to deals right now, like you have built such a brand, something that if you did nothing else than what you're doing right now and kept doing it, I am a billion percent confident you are going to be incredibly successful still in 10 years, but you're not turning down just clients right now. You're turning down realtor partners. And you're not saying I'm never going to work with you, but you're having to say at this point, hey, listen, I'm not ready to take on more business right now. And in order for me to give you the service that you you see because you were the listing agent on this loan, you have to wait. And that's something that we all can really take and internalize in our life. If something is a great choice right now, it's probably a good decision in 90 days from now as we talk about macro things on, on, on our business level. I don't mean if like wearing shorts today is good and it's going to be 20 degrees in 90 days, but the, uh, but, but those things, like if it's going to work now, it's going to work later. And so it takes uh, somebody incredibly strong, but it also takes somebody with a lot of foresight to be able to do that in their business because the natural inclination is to want to take more. Right. And, I, and, the, and when you told me to do that and you, when you said you need to start your, when you said you're not at capacity, your team's not at a place volume because of our industry and our season right now, you don't need to be taking on new realtors. And I'm like, I, I, 
truly first time in my career have I ever said I'm not taking on new business or I'm literally turning down certain loans. I've never been at this place before, but we're in a special time. We're in a harvest season right now, but we've also got to be very smart to say, what is the most bountiful field that I need to be in? But that field also needs to be thinking about our team thinking about our family when we leave because yeah we can we can all be doing more and I will tell you when I told the first two realtors because it was in within 24 hours of you telling me that um, it made me think about there's a lot of uh, doctors that went to concierge programs that, that if you're not they, they literally locked down their practice and the first time my doctor told me that I was taken back by it but I was also depressed I mean, your business is at risk. I have financial planners. They're locked down. When I said that, I was scared that they were just going to turn their back in the, uh, it was the other direction. Because when I, same thing, I told them, the reason you want to work with me is what I've been able to provide and what you've been hearing and what you've been seeing. And if I take on more people right now because of just the season and as we're scaling, I won't be able to give you what you're expecting. So I, I'm going to need to call you back at a certain time. And they were fine with that. And it, it was amazing, but it's just being smart. We are in a harvest season right now. And at harvest time, you do have to work. You have to do it. But there's also a time you still got to go home and eat. You still got to go home and hug your wife and go to bed and hug the kids and then get back and hit it hard the next day. But there's a fine line. You've got to really be aware of that. It's Love a it. very fine line. Yeah. You know, one thing that, that you do so well and, and why I know that your, your success is I mean, I'm just going to say all but guaranteed for, for the foreseeable future until the end of mortgage days um, is because you have built your brand. You can see it behind you. I don't know if you can see the mortgage biker behind you, but and you've, you've dominated video. You dominate Facebook in your town. And you live in like just this um, Roswell, Georgia. And I, and I hope like don't all start moving here now and screw it up. But, but Roswell, it, it's, it's, a, it's a quaint town. It's just like, it's everything America really should be. Um, and, Way better than St. Louis. <laughs> I mean, you know, listen, Deliverance, Texas. Nobody asked you for your feedback on that. Um, the, uh, and you have become the, the mayor of your, I was even going to, I was about to say something nice, but I'm still going to do it because I'm a bigger man than uh, somebody not named Alan or Sean on this call. Um, and uh, like Alan, you've created yourself as as the mayor of this town. And man, like the the, the original mayor of uh, the mortgage world was Kenneth Travis. And you know, we kid around about him living in, living in Deliverance. I mean, Gilmer, uh, Texas. And but KT, like you are the mayor of that town. And, and I kid, but I think it's true. Like if. KT decided to run for mayor of, of Gilmer or Longview or wh whichever has a mayor. Does, does Longview have a mayor or Gilmer have a mayor? Yeah, actually, we do have a mayor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we have a mayor. And so, I mean, I, th I think Kenneth would win. And if, and if you have, you're going to go see some some good uh, high school football, the Gilmer Guppies, man, they're, the, <laughs> they're an amazing team. Yeah, down it's, there. Funny that, it's funny you should say that. I was uh, talking to a real estate agent not long ago, like within the last, I'd say, you know, 60 days. And uh, we were talking about politics and I had a, a friend of mine that was running for state representative, you know, had talked about running for state representative and they looked at me and they said, well, when are you going to be, when are you running for mayor? I know you've been setting up for it for the last 10 years. And I looked at her and thought, 
you know, inside this conversation, right? We talk about being the mayor of your town and for her to have that inclination that like, like you're, you've been getting prepared for this, right? With all the marketing, with all the videos, with being in the community and volunteering our time and investing and, and being the mayor of your town, digital, offline and online, right? Uh, she asked me that and I thought that's pretty interesting. That was a good, you know, that was a good cue that, uh, that I was on the right path to, uh, to, you know, um, you know, do you want to have candidacy today? No, 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 I'm not, I'm not ready for that. But, uh, but around this conversation, you know, I hear, um, and agree that like with what Alan, you were saying, it's like, we have to be selective, you know, in what we take on, uh, in the current environment. Uh, we can't be all things to all realtors. And I think when we have, you know, make new agreements with ourselves in this new env- lending environment, we just have to, like, I mean, we have to be real clear on what we want, right? And, uh, you know, this is the conversation we had with our brother, Doug. It's like he had to get real clear on what he wanted uh, because, you know, the market's good. And when the market's giving you what, what we can get, like, you got to take it, right? But at the same time, you like, you know, you can't, you're going to run yourself to death, right? Or you're going to run your team to death. Um, you're going to have people, you know, quit you if you run them too hard, you know? And so there's a lot of, there's a level of, man, what do I want? What does that look like? Like, what does that really look like for me? Um, does it still give me all the other things I want in my life? And, um, and, and the big word that, that I felt really close to this week was being content, right? Um, it's like drinking out of a fire hydrant. There's just no way for us to be able to, you know, we say we want more business and we want more business, but you know, if I couldn't manage Alan, you couldn't manage all the business in Roswell. Mm-hmm. You couldn't manage it. It would break. Right. And so I just feel like, you know, we all have to have this level of contentment that we have to at least look at and say, okay, what can I reasonably do with who I am in this business with the team that I have in place? Right. right. Or, or what needs to happen for me to get more of the business. Right. What does that look like, you know, and just really start having a conversation um, around that. And Sean, you brought it up, man. Like it was like, you know, what does it look like in 10 years? But more importantly, and dude, I'd never heard this before ever. Like I actually learned this from you um, just yesterday. It was just like, what's good. What's going to be the same in 10 years from today that you can get really good at doing. And I right. thought, wow, that's amazing. So, you know, as loan officers, what can we do? It's going to be the same today. Is it? It's, it's it's how it is today. It's going to be the same in ten years that we can really improve upon, right? And that's a big eye opener for me. So that was something that I grabbed. Like you know, you you can quote me on that, and I appreciate that. But that was something I I uh, snagged from an interview with Bezos, yeah. and somebody was asking him, "Hey, so like." man, what's going to be different in 10 years? And how are you guys adapting to that? And he was like, you know, that's a great question. And we think about that. But what we think about more at Amazon is what's going to be the same in 10 years and how do we do that better than everyone else? There you go. Right. So right. That's why, you know, I, I'm, you know, talking about you both in particular right now, because like you, you've done such a great job as the mayor of your town and who to turn to and who to go to for trusted advice and and how those things work and and now it's scaling that and that's what you know alan we've been working on so hey if you happen to be an amazing processor or loan partner listening to this right now yep. although kt and i'll hire you too because we need them but if you're sitting here in georgia alan is looking for somebody else amazing to join his team at some bodies more bodies yes uh, amazing 
uh, to join his team. And, and as you talk yeah. about like the, the whole scaling aspect of it, like I, I have been fortunate, like, you know, we're, we're going to close over 300 million in loans this year. And um, that it, it's, it's because of what I've been able to do to scale. But, you know, I, I don't do uh, much at all with the clients anymore ever. Uh, I don't handle much of the realtor side because, you know, managing that for my loan officers is is more than a full-time job. I mean, I have extra people that just help me get all of our loan officers uh, business done in order to be able to to grow and scale. But, but I'll tell you one thing that I, I really took away from the, the mastermind and just knew that I was on the right track because I sometimes quite like, man, you know, if I just had a very small team and just crushed it, like I could, my, my team still, my team's going to do probably 50 million this year, at least well over 40. And I'm like, if I didn't have the big team and it was just me kind of being the head guy with a couple of people supporting me, I mean, probably make close to the same money, maybe more money than, than I would, you know, make running several hundred million dollars in business. But the difference is, is because I have scaled and I do have the time, like I do have more time. You know, I have to answer the phone for my loan officers on some nights and weekends, but I'm not doing that for realtors anymore. I don't have to do that for clients. And it made me know that everything that I've been building because I want to be able to be there for my kids. And I do like to leave work at five o'clock most days. I, I still do that even during this, this crazy time because there's just things that I'm good at that I can do that I, that I can really help people on. But, you know, the, the skills of processing alone or doing that just passed me by. So I can't pick up those files and do that when we need that extra bandwidth. And, and it was affirming to me because I know that I'm, I'm just exactly where I want to be. And, you know, like you said, when we were talking to Doug, man, I don't know how much bigger I really need to make my operation because like it provides very well and the incremental dollars that I will make on that, I don't know what value, what, what that gives me for what I may have to give up in order to do that in the realm of time, which as I'm a billion percent convinced is our most valuable commodity. Right. Well, Sean, I'll let you wrap us up today, brother. You look like like you just were so like so much fire spitting going on. I just figured I'd let you wrap uh, us up today. Well, hey, we we appreciate you all listening and watching as always. Um, and I think we're fired up because of, of coming off the mastermind, because of recording uh, something amazing that we're delivering to the loan officer community. Like you're looking at three guys here who this business has been awesome to. Uh, I owe almost everything that I'm able to do in my life right now to the mortgage industry. That's why Alan takes so much time to, to give back to the loan officer community. That's why he's a coach with next level. In addition to being coached, it's, yeah. it's why Kenneth and Shane and Kellen uh, and Darren and Wes and Jeff and all of us uh, do what we do to, to coach and help provide for the loan officer community. Cause this has been Amazing. It's, I, I never thought when uh, I was growing up and my family didn't have the money for me to play club sports or do the cool things that some of my other friends were doing, that I would be in the kind of financial position that I am right now. And, and so now it's time to give back. And that's what we're here for. So I hope that you got something out of this podcast that 
you can take in your life or in your business and make work for you right now. Um, you know, we, we've got a lot of great things coming up. We have the Certified Mortgage Advisor uh, that we're releasing with, with Barry here in just a few weeks. As, as you're listening to it, it's probably being released the, today. Uh, so make sure you're checking that out. That's something else that's going to help you be relevant in 10 years. If you want to download our app, just text the word next level to 36260. And hey, if these podcasts are doing something to move the needle in your business, in your life, go to Spotify, go to iTunes, go to wherever you're listening, listening to this on, leave a five-star review, say something nice because we appreciate you and we would love to help another loan officer. Alan, Kenneth, brothers, I appreciate you guys. Have an awesome rest of your day. Thanks, y'all. Okay.